You cannot be afraid to let someone coach a kid hard. Most great players wants, want to be coached hard. They don't want no one. Oh, doesn't, they want someone in their face and on them. Um, for parents, health-wise, I would say get your child active. I know a kid that was at SOC that um, had high blood pressure at 12 and 13 years old. He might not have the most talented players or the most skilled players, but he probably have the most disciplined players. You see what I'm saying? And so you might look at programs like, like sometimes CI or CCC and you say, oh, ain't nobody can shoot. No, some of the fellas can shoot, you know, but I can tell you what they can have every year. Discipline. Mm -hmm. And they run into the wall for Coach KJ. They run into the wall for him. So you might get sh shoot them, but can you get that ball down the court to shoot it? <laughs> and they can be in your face yeah, yeah, all yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Fanatic Islands. You're all from sports and sports entertainment, and we have a good one for you. Today, we have another soundbar sit down. Our guest is a longtime basketball coach who is the committee, Mr. Edwards, who pretty much knows any and everyone who deals with basketball moms. Firstly, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule for coming to speak to us. You know, we got some questions for you, we're sure. You got some things you want to say. Appreciate um, it. Good or bad. But without further ado, Prince is here, Lucario is here, Justin's behind the scenes working. Um, let's get right into it. All right. So I guess why basketball? Out of all the sports. I know um, you could choose anything. Why why did you choose basketball and why did you choose to coach it? Um I don't know. I mean, I think I was inspired at a young age, um, watching guys like Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, that era. Yeah. A little older than you guys, so mm. Magic was like one of the, <laughs> Magic was one of the first ones I saw, and he made the game look fun. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he he played at a high level. Now, don't get me wrong, he was highly competitive, but he had fun doing it. So he's one of the guys I looked up. But my all-time favorite is Michael Jordan, and so I wanted to go, actually go to the University of North Carolina. Never made it there, but. Like that was one of my inspirations. Yeah. So being the, the inspiration and then I'm coaching um, basketball. Like, how was your transition from like you being inspired to play the game and to now like transitioning into being like one of the top coaches um, for the sport? Um, well, what I used to do is, and this is this might be a more familiar story than people think. We used to put a crate in my grandmother's backyard on the coconut tree. And if I tell you that some of the best oh, games yeah, the I've in my tree. life, it's the buddy is there. Some of the best games there. And it's a true story. So I, I like, you know, you could kind of relate to the story. We had a crate and we used to have, sometimes we don't even have a ball. Yeah. It's a coconut. Mm -hmm. And you shoot that coconut and you're having a whale of a time. You know what I'm saying? So some of those things. And then um, from then on, um, at home, my dad put up a little rim in the backyard and the porch probably ain't as big as this. But back then, there's all the space in the world. You know what I'm saying? So I used to go there and play every day. And at one point, I say, okay, let me start just working on my left. Like, you know, you watch things say, today, that's working on my left arm. And so those are the things I try to tell these kids. I said, we could coach and do things, right? And I could teach you something to do. But if you have to go home and be repetitive and do that skill over and over again. And basketball, baseball, um, soccer is one of those things where it's so, and volleyball, the skill level is so high and you need is that you can go home and work on it over and over and track your field is something that after you finish your workout, just go home and rest. But those other sports, skill is the yeah. most important thing. So you can work over and over and over. So I guess when it comes to coaching those kids, 
Is it is there something that you pick up automatically the way you like, okay, this kid this kid's serious. This kid come here for girls. <laughs> this one coming is because it's popular. Yeah. Um what I do, maybe the first couple of weeks, I make it very difficult. For one reason. Are you here to play the, the game? Or are you here just because you just want to be a part of something? Nah, just being a part of something is okay. But I need you to know that you can work ass off too. <laughs> you can just be smiling and having a good time because some of these dudes on the court serious, so I can't have you halfway. So maybe the first couple of weeks we'll run, I'll normally, they'll run a mile and they have to finish it in about nine minutes. Then we have 15 minutes rest, we have another mile in nine minutes. Now, I know some of the guys won't make it, yeah. but I will see you don't give up, all right? And then the next week we come back, we do the same thing and I'll drop the time. And I had people quit. I had people just walk behind doing it. I say, let's go on. Because you letting me know right now, you ain't willing to work. Yeah. Right? Hey, when that four quarter come down and you need to play, need them to play that full court press, they, they be like, coach, man, I, I It's don't a mental try. thing. You know? yeah. Some of the things you see coaches do have nothing to do with the actual scoring of the basket. It's more yeah. mental. If I could get you to run through a wall with me, that means when I tell you something, you just can do it. Yeah. So... How does it work with like a kid who slips through the crack? Like he interested in girls, but he probably the best player on the team. So that you like pull them onto the side and be like, you have plenty of potential. You could go. It's certain. an ongoing process. Yeah. Ongoing. Uh, every day talking, pulling on the side. Hey, let me talk, man. Uh, meet me in my office. And you try to get to them to understand that, hey, you have so much talent. Please don't let it go to waste. And I believe that if God bless you with a talent, you should use it. You know what I'm saying? And some of these guys walking around don't understand. And I probably was like that too growing up. Like I probably halfway did some things too. But as you get older, you say, I don't want you to be like what I was. I want you to be much better than what I was. And it's hard because they like us. We grow up that same way thinking, man, I ain't got to do it. Like, Coach asked me to do it, but I's the best shooter on the team. Yeah. Why the hell I got to do that <laughs> if I the best shooter? Why ain't asking Toby? Because Toby don't have the same potential as you. That's the bottom line. Yeah. And I'll always run behind someone who I think is not reaching their full potential. If I think you're at your full potential and you do something right quiet, I think that's all you got. Mm. <laughs> if I shout and make a noise, I know more on the time. You said you pulled, well, you said Michael Jordan was your inspiration, right? And I guess transitioning into coaching, are there any coaches you looked up to? But not to try and emulate, because you know everyone is their own man, but try and pull something from them as in a way to, to, for your coaching style? And yeah. How do you describe your coaching style? I know you um, went into it a little bit just now. I would say it's a little passive, but not that passive. So if you see me coaching on the sidelines, you might not see a bunch of mm-hmm. screaming and shouting. But if you come in the huddle, it's a whole different world game. See, I don't have to, I don't, I don't think I have to degrade my athletes mm-hmm. or my basketball players in order to get them to do something. I'm saying, oh, what the hell are you doing? You're so stupid. Yeah. No. I might say, stop doing, you know, I might mm-hmm. stop doing yeah. shit, but it could be in a, in a different way. But what I try to do is not embarrass them. Yeah. I want them to respect me. You know what I'm saying? And there's a level of fear that they need, and I call it appropriate fear. So I don't want you to be scared like, coach, come in. I want you to be like, hey, don't do that shit because coach can get on your ass. That's mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? But my, my coaching style, I mean, I learned from people like John Todd, you have... Felix Moscow, who coached me, mm-hmm. very strict, um, you know, very strict style and kind of dictates a lot of, of what you do. 
Um, and he always preached defense. Mm-hmm. And so my thing is defense. Um, offense is pretty good, but defense really win games. I yeah. promise you. I could hold someone to 30, 40 points and figure out a way to win that game. Simple as that. But if I can't stop you, the world over. So, I mean, with the, the strictness, right? Because you did mention Magic and Magic had, you know, the the light, the fun aspect yeah. of basketball that got you into it. How do you kind of bring that in? Because I know it's it a bit touchy, especially when you're dealing with kids, like not to make the practices too fun and that they, for whatever reason, again, we all been there before. If it's too fun, like we lose the seriousness of what we're doing. Like, how do you balance that? So you, you and it's just like teaching, you go in hard and then you can loosen up. But if I go in easy, they'll never take me serious. So I go in hard and then they ease enough. So what I do, if you have practice on Sundays, and I know like a Sunday, yeah, we, we practice on Sundays sometimes. We haven't started yet. But I'll bring a speaker out there and I'll let them hook up whatever. They can play anything. I don't care what they play. They can play anything for the first probably hour of practice and then cut it off. Because I want them to feel like I relating to them too. So I have to connect with them. That's more important. If I connect with them, they will listen to me. They'll feel like I understand how they feel. So that's some of the things they do to loosen up. So they get to play music. Sometimes we do, okay, I'll stop the practice in the middle of practice. Say, okay, we ain't doing that no more. We have a shootout. Whoever win, $10. I'll shoot them $10 right now. $10. <laughs> so like- those are the things you do. Like, <laughs> like play it out today, but hey, we had a good time today. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. for, if you do two fun things out of 10, they forget about the eight. Mm. You see? <laughs> Yeah, no, for real. If I finish this, I get fifty dollars. <laughs> I, I even do it when I teach. So like, if we doing fitness and we have like maybe twelve hills today, I say, hey, we have twelve hills. Well, I said, coach, that's a lot of hills at heart. I say, run the twelve hills. You can go in the car in the pool. In ten minutes, fellas, finish. So you gotta give them a little, you know, you got a little reward. You have to. You have to. So it is the mindset. Yeah. And, and as humans, that's how we work. Yeah. You know, we work towards a goal or work towards some reward. That's yeah. how it is. Gone right. are the days where people just want to do stuff for bragging rights. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because yeah. at an early age, you know that, hey, I need money to do things. <laughs> um, so I, I want to ask, like, when it comes to when you played back in the day, does that like also translate into your coaching style, like the way you play it? It does. And also how you were taught too. And you don't realize how you're coaching kids until you realize who your influence was. So as you look back at people who coach you, it's like, I don't want what your boy used to do. You know what I'm saying? You don't even realize it. <laughs> yeah. And you say, I never do it. And you're like, oh, I'm like doing that. You know what I'm saying? So, and that happens. I mean, uh, my coaching style, I, I, pl- I mean, my playing style, I played shooting guard. Sometimes they play the point. Okay. Um, so I love guards. You know, I like excitement, flashiness, yeah. the, the crossover. The, you know, to me, like that's that's the ultimate position. Like you have now a small forward now, but so LeBron them and, and Kevin around, they kind of taking over. You know why they're taking over? Because they're doing exactly yeah. what the shooting guards are doing too. But they're so, all in more yeah. athletic and, yeah. But when I grew up like in the 80s and 90s, like, you know, it was like you needed a point guard and you needed a center. Like, you always have to have a center. Mm-hmm. And that's why in the 80s, you love, like, Patrick Ewan, you love Akeem Olajuwon, you love these centers because, like, that's what it was back yeah. then. It needed to do it. But I would say um, the way he played has influenced the way I coach in terms of seeing the game mm-hmm. uh, from that point of view, from a shooting guard's point of view. 
So one other question. Have you ever had to adjust your coaching or your scheme because the talent and the players that you had this Every year? Every single year. Uh, so, it's, so it's not, so, right, that's perfect because it's not just stagnant for what no, you think is going to work. And, and I try not to put myself in a box and it's difficult because you have things that, that you know, philosophical to you, yeah. things that you believe in and you want to stick to it so badly and you say, but that dude can't shoot. <laughs> 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 and you bring him up there and you work, work. And sometimes some dudes will never be a great shooter, yeah. but they can be all right. And you got, you. You can run a play, a perfect play, and you get open, you can't knock it down. They can look at the coach. What the hell you run that play for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So sometimes you have kids that are not that skilled, and you end up having to run. You end up having to press the ball and run. I don't press as much as some schools do, because I don't believe in that. But you end up having to put pressure on the ball, and you get out, and every time you push the ball, I always tell them, push the ball, look for the easy opportunity. If you don't have it, then pull it out. We're looking to score easily at first. Make the game easy. And I do that with, with teams where I don't have as much skill and talent. Yeah. Well, I got a question for something we was talking about before we started recording. Um, most people would talk about your coach and child and say, oof, this coaching style, my child ain't going through this. How do you deal with the parents who kind of have their children? Soft. Yeah, they soft. <laughs> um, that's fine. I mean, I have a broad shoulder, so if you don't want to get to come on, I guess get someone else. Mm -hmm. And not to be in a rude way. It's like, there's a lot of kids that are sitting down waiting to play. So if you have practice, maybe 40, 50 guys come to drive for the team, 15 can make the team. Yeah. So if a parent <clears throat> say, hey, um, coach, you're too rough. I don't like my child, blah, blah, blah. I talk to them. Like, okay, all right. I get it. Let's go, boy. Let's go. You, you're up next. <laughs> you're up next. I'm making your job just yeah, a little bit simple. easier. Yeah. Okay. But I have been a lot of flexible, more flexible recently because... These kids are not the same. And it's not because they're not the same. Like I was talking off air, like the parents have changed in the way they they um, raise them. So like I normally have practice at five o'clock in the morning. Why? The soccer is also a big track school. So if the track athletes on a basketball team, what I would do is, though, if I have four like elite track athletes on a basketball team, when they come out in the morning, they don't do all the running and hills that other people do because they doing them in the afternoon. When you come out, we may do strength, and then we might do um, strategic stuff on the court, work on different plays and shooting and skills, stuff like that. So I'll remove the physical part in terms of getting in shape because they get in shape every day after school. But I, I have to figure out a way to balance it for them. You see what I'm saying? I don't say, hey, you need to choose, you need to play this. I don't do that to them. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't want, I don't want anyone to do it to me. I believe you can do both. And so I allow them to do both. Nah, in terms of the, the the generational shift that's happening, like you said, I know a lot of it in terms of the attitudes would be related to the parents. Have you seen a change in the athleticism in the recent years? Yes. Yes. I would say some years ago, you had artists who could do just about anything. You find a kid who could do any sport and could jump with the gym and sprint and do all these things. And it's not because I would say they don't even go outside as much anymore. And those how you develop those skills. Yeah. <laughs> I have a three-year-old son, right? And I noticed that he's very active. And I don't know if people know, like, at a certain age, you try to keep your child as barefoot as possible at a young age because they develop those muscles and stuff. And yeah. He understands. You see? And that ain't a myth, you know. <laughs> so, 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 so like, like certain days, like, soon as you come inside, we take your shoes off because I know you can run around. I want you to run around barefoot. 
So well, you can feel that's good for even earthing and yes. touching it, just stretching it for everything. And so if I could go outside and if the grass ain't no the grass ain't got no bunch of cuts and glass in it, yeah. barefoot. Now if you go out, you gotta put on shoes, but I want them to develop those those um levels and things down there to, to make sure they're strong and sturdy. And most artists that do that to a certain age end up being more explosive mm. athletes. If you read up on it. So parents, if you want your kids to be athletes, let them go outside. Eh? Don't even buy the shoes. Coordination, they saw roll the ball. And I love them trying to shift. Yeah. But I'm moving this shift and bring the ball. I say, bring the ball back to me. He don't even know what he's doing. <laughs> but I'm building some coordination. It is brain, yeah. 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 So, yeah. But there's certain things that I, I, don't, I won't force it, but I'll put them around it. And so hopefully it'll pick up on something. Because I believe sports is an avenue for education, really, too. It is. <clears throat> what do you think? Like, do you have any advice in terms of, like, what do we give out to parents for to help them, even if it's not necessarily a child that they want to be, like, McGarry would have mentioned earlier, like, that D1 athlete, but just for, like, general overall health? Like, do you have any recommendations for parents in that, in that regard? Yeah, I mean, the first thing is allow your kids to be coached. Um, some people don't like their kids to be coached, and that's fine. Um, but... If you can put them in a system and you trust the system, leave it alone. Unless something happens, just put them there and leave it alone. Yeah. If I put my child with someone, I trust them, I walking off. And I can watch from a distance. And if I see something, I don't like I pull them completely. But mm-hmm. you cannot be afraid to let someone coach a kid hard. Most great players wants, want to be coached hard. They don't want no one. Oh, they want someone in their face and on them. You know what I'm saying? Um, for parents, health-wise, I would say, get your child active. Like, I see a lot of kids now, they stay home in the summer, they eat Wendy's all day, and they come back and they're 30, 40 pounds overweight. And I say, you didn't do anything over the summer. But then they realize, and I can't blame all the parents because it's expensive over there, so they work in every day. Sometimes two jobs. So who's taking them out? But I would tell the parents, take them out for a walk with them. You know, get your child active, because we have a lot of kids that diabetes and stuff, I know a kid that was at SOC that um, had high blood pressure at 12 and 13 years old. Wow. Not more, more predisposed genetically. Hereditary. But, yeah. And he became very active. You know what I'm saying? He became very active, okay. so, which is good. But I've seen a lot of kids and they're overweight mainly because of diet is the first thing. Secondly, they're not active. And it's because of the environment at home. So if parents are active, kids are not kids not do exactly what their parents do. Believe it or not, you end up doing some things that you thought you would never be into because your daddy or mommy into it. like, nah, me just like his daddy and you don't even realize it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> wow. So let's be active, man. Even if the kid is not going to be good at a sport, I would tell him, get him involved. Yeah, yeah. In it. And I always tell you. my kids at school that you have a 3.7, 3.8. I said, now you may get a scholarship to certain schools, but if you was doing something with that, you will have full rides everywhere. Exactly. Full scholarship yeah. everywhere. Because in America, the kids that are making 3.3, 3.4, they can give them the money first because they're American citizens. And that's what you do. Right. You take care of your people first. Now we can look at you after they get straight. Now let's look at what we have left. And now you're looking at the 4.0s and the 1500 or 14 something on the SEDs or the 1600. And then we're looking at the 3.6 and 3.5. You need something to go along with that. Scholar, school fee, what, $60 an hour? Easy. Okay. I guess to go along with that, like competition you're talking about, 
Uh, let's take it back. I want to take it back to high school. So when it comes to like competition amongst the other schools, who you feel like give you all the most challenge? Um, in, I, re- in recent years, Queens College. I'll be honest with that. <laughs> I Queens College. Um, when I played, it was mainly St. John's. St. John's was was there. Then Jordan Bridge will have like a run out some point. Yeah, they had a run, but it ain't as consistent. Mm. And when I say consistent, like over a period of time, and I that's how I rate schools. Like, okay, okay. Someone could pop up for three years, you know. Mm. But if you do it for ten years, that means you have something in place, yeah, a program in place, because you know what the hell you're doing. Yeah, because that three years could be yeah. one student. You have a couple of in there, that's and true. that's it. Then what you're doing? That's true. But um, recently at Queens College, um, before I used to be St. John's track and basketball, like it was so heated with St. John's. I don't think we ever arrived here. Like, we used to fight almost every time we played them. Fight. To, to be fair, though, because <laughs> that, I, you mentioned it for, for your time, in my time too, because I was what, this, the early 2000s? Yeah, early 2000s. Same thing. St. John's, because I, I, I'm an Anglican, so I went to QC, but I know a lot of people from St. John's. Right. St. John's basketball team was always fighting. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's just that. Yeah. But it was good. They, 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 they were good enough to. But I love it. Yeah, I love going to their, to their court. We call it the cage. Right? So you go into the cage and you see the children pull it and then look at them. It could be a rough one today. <laughs> and and you have to you have to relish that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to you have to accept that. You have to accept that challenge because what else are you coaching for? Mm-hmm. Just to blow people out? No. You coaching for the game to be tiny. Say, Wait, we got a game today. Yeah. Or if they win the game, then you say they say, see you in Kendall. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> see you in Kendall. <laughs> yeah. One of one of my best friends, Dwayne Smith, mm-hmm. Joe Smith. Coaching QC, so yeah, well, yeah well. it used to be a personal <laughs> thing. Yeah. It used to be a personal thing. So when we play, let's be personal. After the game, we best of friends. During that game, and looking at you, looking at me like, we're not having today. And and he has a great basketball mind. Yeah. So you remember any key moments from like over the years that you still have? That like where's like okay, this happened this year. This like I ain't gonna ever forget that. Like certain players when you go against certain people. Yeah. Um I remember certain certain moments, um, but especially some of the better teams. Um, like where you see, like you look at them and you say, Okay, we can be all right this year. Yeah. I remember um two thousand the two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve team, that's the first year I actually won a championship with senior boys. Um, okay. And I had a guy named Anthony Pratt, um, six foot five, six foot six. National team playing volleyball, Carifta medalist in track and field. Um, national team member basketball. So these are the type yeah, of athletes I talk. He's serious. He's so serious. He's a real, and he ain't just a tall dude. Phenomenal. Yeah, he's a talented dude. Yeah, yeah. So I remember going to Prince Will, and you're not caught in Prince Will. Yeah. Uh, listen to me. Listen to me. If you, can, if you can lay up consistently on the court, you got game. Like, don't but lay up. I don't that's so that. But they play on that court because, you know, that's what they play on every day. Yeah. We went then, this guy named Yellow, a racial pointer, who was a very good point guard who played in my time, too. He was coaching, very good coach, too. Oh, but this way talking about from this 2008, 2009 time. Yeah, but this is 2011-ish, 12-ish for me. Okay. So, um, I remember we they, they went to do a lap and they missed, and we got the ball. And the coach from Princeville said it. He said, yo, I'm get burst. You know what I mean? Like, yo, I'm get done. <laughs> and my God pulled the ball up, and I see him float it. And he come through and he threw it down, boom. And I just looked. No, it wasn't just a dunk. It was like, he come to Prince and me marched him down on that court. And yeah. I look at the guys and say, oh, are we serious this year? 
Are you serious? Wow. That's, That's the year we got one with Ken Wood and all the rest of them. Yeah. You remember Ken Wood though. Yeah. 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 Ken Wood had the mask on. Yeah. He had a surgery, broken nose and everything. And that actually, that was, that's a, see, you brought it up. I was going to go there too. <laughs> and that was another turn in the moment too. Yeah. Because he broke his nose. Um, and he's like, that's a star point guard. You know, mm. he can be back. But let me tell you what happened. Everybody else got more of lay and die. Mm. And when we got in the gym, Balance. I knew no one could beat us. The guy, as I had a six man named Nathan Bethel. And he was phenomenal. He was like a six four guard, like point guard. And he came off the bench for the next three games. And I said, look at Jesus. <laughs> Listen to me. Exceptional. But Ken was a better distributor. But Nate was a combo guard. He could distribute, he could score, he could, he could do whatever. So it was like I had a point guard on the court and then I had a dude who should be starting coming off the bench. So it was like, okay, be ready. And then I had Anthony Prado with 6'5", 6'6". I had a complete team. Then I had a guy named Brandon um, Williams, who was my leading scorer. He was dropping like 25, and he his mid-range was pretty good. That was a pretty good team. Yeah. Yeah, it was a pretty good team, but yeah. But those are some of the moments, too. Like, and that is, you got to know it's broken against St. John's, actually. By a St. John's player on side court. On brand. Yeah. And on then... Brand. um. We got a brawl, you know, it was a big to do. Um, St. John's, and I am out of it. That's, that's the heated thing. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just going to rip Hamilton, that's all. <laughs> 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 no, you see, they have a whole, like, you can still pull up Kent mixtape. Uh, oh, they have a whole mixtape online? No, yeah. can't, can't do that. Can't do that mixtape together. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I am going to QC carving up the <laughs> Wow. Okay. Now, with Nassau being as small as it is, like, we know. Everybody know everybody. How is it competing against, let's just say, like you would have mentioned, some of your good friends, probably some people you've been coached before and people you would have played with. Like, how how is it? And like, how is that for the community, like the basketball community? As I think it's great. I think it's great. Um, it's like a fraternity um, for most of the coaches. Um, and I try to learn something from everybody. I mean, you know, everybody have the hangups with certain coaches. And I say to myself, if this coach is having success someplace, if somebody is doing right, it's something he's doing right. Um, you know, he might not have the most talented players or the most skilled players, but he probably have the most disciplined players. You see what I'm saying? And so you might look at programs like, like sometimes CI or CCC, and you say, oh, ain't nobody can shoot. No, some of the fellas can shoot, you know, but I can tell you what they can have every year. Discipline. Mm-hmm. And they run into the wall for Coach KJ. They run into the wall for him. So you might get sh- out shoot them, but can you get that ball on the court to shoot it? <laughs> they can be in your face yeah, yeah, all yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they can be in your face all day. They're willing to do. So there's something you can take from everybody. But to, to your question, not to you know, come off track, but, um, you know, you see Dwayne, Coach Smith. Um, I even have this year, I'll have one of my um, former athletes come and help me out. Oh, okay. The coach as well, too. Because I see he's into it now and he looks serious. So I want to bring him on and give him an opportunity, platform to showcase himself on a, on, a, on a bigger level. So I think that's what should happen. You should always bring people in and try to put them up. It's not just, it's all about me. You know what I'm saying? What do you think about the whole, this has always been a conversation from my time in high school where they say name and basketball players don't play enough games to get enough game experience. Like you, only have, you, know, you have a couple of turnovers a year, you have your season, but only like 11, 12 games mm. collectively. You might only play 50 like organized games per year. So that's a great question. Um, 
And when they say not enough games, not enough organized, yeah. official, decent games, because yeah. these kids play. But um, you see um, schools like Kevin Johnson from CI Gibson, he already sent me an email about the tournament. So we're trying to put on more tournaments now. Yeah. And that's why you see a lot of the, the schools and teams travel abroad a lot. For not just because more games, but the experience at a different level, yeah. more organized, you know what I'm saying? When we travel away, teams that you look at the team and you see, you know, a little white boy from Wisconsin, you look at him and carve him up. No, you oh, ain't. No, no you ain't. <laughs> and guess what? And guess what? And he ain't nothing but himself. Man, you no. knock your teeth out your mouth. But um, we do need more games. Um, and I have a gripe with the private schools we still outside. And that is something I was supposed to speak to the minister about. We talked about it last year. They've been talking about that from when No, I no, 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 no. We've been talking about it. Okay, so but I think it actually have a chance that it could happen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It could happen. I don't know if you noticed recently. I don't know. Y'all probably wasn't around the league. The past four to five years, certain games, like I remember some years ago, we was playing QC. And we know what's going to be a pack game. Push it in the gym. Regular season game. Push it in the gym. Yeah. And... We probably told everybody at one o'clock is going to be in the gym. We walk in the gym and the gym completely barred. Because they, people coming from South, people from, and we know that. We know they can bring their fans and they can come support the game. So we're trying to push push it that way, push it in the gym, you know, because outside playing elements. And you have people say silly stuff like, oh, if you could play, you could play anywhere. So you're telling me if Steph Curry have to go outside and it's windy, go on the stage, man. <laughs> You 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 compromise I mean, the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You compromise yeah, the integrity of the game because now you telling Steph Curry, yeah, don't worry about shooting, which is his strength. And then you have a win factor. Thank you. Yeah. So Steph and Clay completely taken out of the game. Who dream on and just take the ball through it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> man, you got the gravel and everything because this this is supposed to use was flooding around. IG must see for the last couple of months with Steph Curry just you know dribbling the ball, practicing, you find that's oh, yeah, the floor. Yeah. So imagine you playing on the the asphalt calls and stuff. Some of them are trash. Wait, some you just finished you have a pebble with the ball in the pebble and the ball gone. Like, gone. Yeah. You know, all your handles and everything. And going as off. a coach, I shout them up because I realized the pebble do that, and I can scream at them anyway. <laughs> and I tell them that I say, "Yeah, do better." <laughs> Anticipate that. Yeah, do better. But I wanted to talk about the. Y'all traveling to compete with other people internationally. I know there's some difficulty with traveling sometimes. Have y'all spoken to like international schools about coming here to also compete? We have. Um, and I think something is going to happen um, in the near future. I don't want to really speak on it yet because it is in, in, in the talks. Um, I think in the summer, we have something on stream that I think is going to be really nice. And I'm not talking about them bringing down like five elite teams with U.S. coaches or U.S. program running the system. We're talking about behemoths doing it. Like you bring in some of the top AAU teams mm. from Texas or Florida, maybe 30 or 40, like a regular AAU tournament, but have it here. And that's what needs to be happening. It's the Bahamas. Yeah. These kids travel to, to New York and D.C. from Texas. Take it almost the same price. Exactly. Not a hotel as much more. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but, you get hey, the beach. Hey, but you're getting the beach. <laughs> you gotta give a little in life. Because even today, because like I'm thinking now, like how you mentioned, like how they have like the Battle for Atlantis has come down. Like, why not have like before that happens, like some of the AAU games going on? Like on almost like an undercard sort of situation, even if it's just like lower schools or lesser schools, just to get them exposure and then yeah. again us more games. You know what I mean? I agree. Um, and they actually did have something um 
KSA Sports have something that they did around Christmas time. We played in it, QC played in it, and maybe one or two other schools. But um, what would happen is they'd have a little high school type. It wasn't even a tournament. You just play games. It wasn't really a tournament. And they would invite us. So you get two or three games on there. Um, and it was all right. But I think something needs to be done on a bigger scale. It was all right. We played that in December, like leading into the season. Season already started. Probably had three or four games. And we played that in December and then January and coming along. So people have tried to do some things, but it wasn't really Bahamians doing it. It was people realizing how beautiful our country is yeah. and taking so advantage, advantage of it. Yeah. Just like the Ball of Atlantis is it's a wonderful idea that what they did. <clears throat> mm-hmm. but, but there's not enough Bahamian involvement. Ask them how much money is coming back to the country. And you know what? What really pissed me off is that when you read up on these things, a few years ago, they had ESPN had a three-year contract for $75 million. Ball of Atlantis. <laughs> so like anyone know our main industry is tourism right and there you say other people understand like the potential and uh, like the opportunities here in the Bahamas right why don't we and I always tell people like even when we have investments for hotels why isn't it a deal I always give concessions why isn't a deal made to say hey you gotta build and maintain this part of literally for our um, And that's one thing I, I think should have been done. Like, we should have had about three or four more gyms in there just from a, from Ball of Atlantis alone. Like, and we don't need million dollar gyms in there. I know if you go to the States and you, you go to AU tournaments, you see the little warehouse. Yeah. The thing yeah. Is like, that's all you need with a wooden floor. All you need is a wooden floor and a roof. Yeah. That's it. And air conditioning. That is it. That is it. And so that's one thing. But I don't know if it's relationships because, you know, you have a message, but the messenger is the most important thing. If I go to you and say I need ten thousand dollars, you're like, well, there's someone else walking right afterwards. Yeah, man, I give you twenty because you know him. Yeah. You believe in his product. Yeah. So I think sometimes the relationships we need to forge better relationships because I wouldn't disrespect some of the associations and say, oh, it's so easy. It ain't easy. And trust me, it ain't easy. It ain't yeah. easy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I mean. Sometimes it's unfair, like, oh, they can just take it and move someplace else. Not really. Not I don't think they can expect up in there. But they will threaten you and tell you that. Yeah, but it ain't one of the places in the world where you go have spots year round. Like, but I, I, I think cool yeah. outside and indoor. Yeah, I think it's taking someone to forge relationships with those type of people and, and building up some type of, of rapport with them so that they can believe in your product and say, hey, I believe in that country. Because I don't know if you noticed and take notice in the past 10 to 12 years. Which country had the most top 10 drafts outside of the United States? It was us. No, 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 no. 10 to 12 years. Canada. Canada. They balling. Canada balling for real. national team. And they team, they ain't had their full team this, this, this class couple weeks. Well, they was missing. Jamal. Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Wiggins. He was playing. No, Andrew Wiggins didn't play. Wiggins didn't play. And then you ask the question, why is Canada doing so well? They made a commitment some years back. And they brought, I think they had the NBA Ballers program and they did a lot of investment in their program. And pe- they started to build up and put real did emphasis on it. Did Steve Nash take over their national program? I'm not sure, but he had, a, he had something to do with his man too. They look like they invest in sports in general because they track team coming up. All day, the they basketball, ain't. like you've seen all these number one dudes and it ain't, it ain't by, by yeah, chance yeah. because they doing it over and over and over again. You don't realize how much dudes play for Canada until you watch the national yeah, team. Like, yeah, he's from Canada too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. 
So what are your thoughts on our national team? <laughs> um, I think it's a long time coming. I actually spoke to someone at the start of it. They used to play on a national team. He was much older than me, like in the 60s. And he was saying, you know, he glad to see this happening. Because back in the day, you had, you know, the Lost Colleagues, you had the, um, who else you had? You had um, the, the Derek Cummins. You had, you had a number of people that were playing overseas, mm. but they never came back to play. And it's not mm. their fault. You know, sometimes the program have to say, hey, we're going to do this. This is in writing. We're going to fly you in. We're going to put you up. Fellas ain't spending that money to come back here. Like, no, no, they're not. not for what? And it ain't their fault. <laughs> yeah. It ain't their fault. Like, you want me to leave Europe, you got to come fly me in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I give credit to the to the federation now. And I think Mario Bolleg, basketball is his baby. He's a minister of sports. And basketball is his baby. That's what it is. man, dad, and him. Um, and you can see the impact he's had already. And Buddy, not a lot of people don't say it. He's exceptional. And I ain't talking about on the court. Yeah. Off the court. The community. The story is off the court. Your buddy is exceptional. I got a buddy story now. He was um I I was living in Miami for a couple for a couple of years, and the Kings was playing the Heat. And back in Miami, we, we had a hawk. I used to wait there like half time, but I take it take it there cheap, just get some nice seats instead. Right? Yeah. So after the game, um, all of us are lingering around. We trying to see, but we we get to see, buddy. We trying to like, you know, everyone tell the kid, you know, they go. We, we trying to linger around. So buddy come out the tunnel. And he was like, only family and friends can stay. Now I meet this man in my life. But he's like, what you mean? All them there's my family. He and me, now I meet none of us. So like, all us get to stay back with buddy and they put this to them. And it's like, like 50 us, bro. And he's like, yeah, we all of us, my family. Yeah, all of like, ID back them, all of them, he like, I was like, bro, <laughs> this man's a real game in a basketball, Now I meet this man in my life. But this, he, go, he tell them, like, yeah, yeah, this my family. All us get to put this to them, bro. I was like, from that day, I'd always be a buddy fan, bro. Like, he a real ambassador, bro. If you have some stories from National Team members that Buddy, um, but, you know, if something don't reach on time or they can't afford this, Buddy will just do it. And he, he'll he do it and he won't treat you any differently or any funny or like, yeah, buddy, that's why you feel a thing, but y'all niggas, I need to do this. He just don't say it. nothing about it. Just do it. And that's that's a real do it. Yeah. You see what he does <clears> in Freeport? <throat> You see the us? I don't know if you pay attention. With the gym you see and everything. Like 120 sneakers, all the stuff. Yeah. That's, That's Nike. real, you know. That's Nike, bro. He given everything. Free can be given. He taking 20 duets to Dallas, Texas, every summer for a month and paying for everything. Yeah. That's how you give back. And he ain't about spending money, no. That camp is about his time and his investment yeah. into seeing someone else mm-hmm. achieve something that I achieve. And so when you see people... I always tell people, if you don't have to spend your money, no. Just give some time. And that's what Buddy doing. And so, Buddy, Buddy, you know, he rough and he competitive. So, like, if you're doing foolishness, he can tell you about yourself. Why are you doing a bunch of foolishness on the court? That's because he love you, though. He wants to see you do better. And he can put his money where his mouth is. He can put his time where his mouth is. So, let's talk about representation. Mm -hmm. Where... Like when me and Chris was talking about a couple of weeks ago, where we were saying like how in the region soccer is like a number one sport, mm-hmm. but here it's basketball, and I was telling them it's gonna even be more of that because you think you think basketball is a number one sport? Yeah? Well, I think popular. No, no, no. Popular wise is basketball. I see. I see. But more successful right now is track, and only yeah. only because we have raw athletes. You just have basketball as a skill thing. Yeah. You see? You have the dream. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. And truck, you have to train, train too. too. But like, like the, the skill, you yeah. don't have to do the skill. You ain't got to be the skill. Yeah. You, like, you, get away, you can get away more with just the right. raw athleticism. So, yeah. Go ahead. What I was telling Chris is because you have little kids having this image of Bahamians going to the NBA when they grew up. That's all they know. Right. So they already see in their mind. Baseball yeah. too. Yeah. They already see in their mind. I was going to say. It's yeah. achievable. So yes. now... <laughs> it's gonna be an intensified focus on. It will be. It, it makes it easier. Yeah. But back to what you're saying, like from I'm cut you up, but he's saying like as a coach, he's saying you have a daughter or a talent. Yeah. Like I don't think a rocket science wants to see that, but why like the people who have the power, I should say, or the influence, why aren't they invested in this raw talent? Like you see, you see people like Buddy, like, like Buddy, Buddy, Aiden, all of them, they make it right, but they're the leaf. Like in Jamaica, when they when they when they try at least make it, they train in, in Jamaica most part till they hit it. Why um, that, why can't we come to it on Tyler Hill? We could, you know, we could in terms of basketball, it can be rough no matter what. Yeah, it can be rough because the level of play. So most colleges ain't gonna say. Let me come here and scout. Play. <laughs> All right, well, let me let me take him, but he just he just dropped forty on sock. You know what I'm saying? They be like. They can be like, they can be like, they can be like, soccer, right? But then, like, we take soccer to the US, we can march soccer down, which is probably true. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's a level of play, too. So, that's the main thing, too. Um, and back to what you're saying, um, and though the focus of basketball now, and it will be a more, a more, you know, intensified focus on basketball, and it should be, but what's left out is that the kids need to understand what it took to get to that level. And I think that's what Buddy trying to do now by taking these kids and saying, no way, like, I know you could ball, but this is what it takes to get to where I was at. Um, what can the country do to, to harness that and to kind of groom that? I don't know. Maybe more camps, more people coming in with more focus, maybe more organized tournaments run by the actual basketball federation. Yeah. Does, is it, does the National Basketball Federation even host like any tournament besides the national tournament? Um, that's a that's that's a private. That's that's actually a fundraiser for them. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's nothing to do. It's just seen as a tournament because it's a highly you know sought after tournament. Yeah, and so everybody show up there, but. And they did a great job of building it up, but they build it up. It's, 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 it's a private, it's a personal private thing for AF Ali. But I think the tournaments, I don't, I don't know them to do any tournaments, and that's something they need to do. And I think, but they're moving in the right direction with the, the people they put together, the past, yeah. So with the national team, I think it's gonna spur a lot of different avenues for people to do some things. I think it will. And what people like Buddy Doors, they're listening to them, because let's think about it, man. These dudes. Sign contracts for hundred million dollars. You need to, they don't have to come play. That's true. Don't. They don't. <clears throat> they can say big money, living a nice life. <laughs> I live in a cushy life. What are you doing? Buddy can literally hurt his leg, tears ACL on a court on his off for free. Yeah. During his off season. Yeah. So that have to be really patriotic be yeah. to do something like that, and you can't take that for granted. I think I have a question about. It's a, it's an interesting question uh, about coaching someone when they, I guess, finally make it and they kind of still need a little bit of coaching. I wouldn't. This is a sensitive topic right now, and kind of like with Kai Jones, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I would make it funny on that. That's, that's, like, that's, a, that's a personal um, topic for me too. Yeah, I don't want to make it funny, but it's like some ways, like it almost seems like he needs someone to talk to. He's worried about like. 
the Hornets as a whole and being traded and all that. It's like he in a well, he at a crossroads he, right now. Is, in and, and, and I think Kai is a young man who who is overwhelmed right now. Yeah. And he um experienced a lot of success. And people might not say success because he ain't starting on honest, but you signed a contract yeah, for fourteen. Yeah, a lot you of got drafted. You got twenty, twenty-one. and signed a contract fourteen million dollars. Exactly. And he had a bunch of money, but that was a lot of us. <laughs> like exactly. fourteen million dollars. <laughs> I mean, so you over there, and you have some you can, controversy. You know, you didn't transition as well as you thought you was. Um, so now you got a lot of pressure on you, and this you going in. This is third year, right? Yeah. yeah. This is fourth. Third year. This is make a break this is third or fourth year going in the league. Yeah, third year. I think it's third. You sure? Well, they, 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 well, you won. No, because I think after the fourth year, you up for. Yes. Yeah, yeah but I know the third year is more of a like uh, you know kind of we can see if we keep yeah, it going yeah. on. Exactly. Okay. And and to be honest with you, like what I saw Kai do inside the G League recently with defensively and running the floor, if he do that, he ball it. Exactly. And I know I know people have been worried about the stuff he's been posting and all that stuff, and I've seen it too, and I try to reach out to the family and all that stuff because we care with him. You know what I mean? Kai, I had him at QC. I was at QC Primary School. I had Kai. Kai introduced, I introduced Kai to Long Jump. I introduced Kai to the Long Jump. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's talking about that. Yeah. Long yeah. Jump. yeah. Even, even though, um, and even when he left, I think he went to like homeschooling and his mom Went to do some studying abroad, and he left for that Orlando. When he came back, his dog can talk to me for a couple of personal sessions. So I would go Old Fort Bay and do the personal sessions when I got there, basketball. And Kai was like 15, 16 at the time. And I knew he would make it because I remember calling someone after I had the workout, and it wasn't so much a skill as what he told me he did. I said, wait, why are you tired? Why you look drained? He said, well, I got up at 5 o'clock this morning, and I ran the beach with the National Dam. Then I shot some shots. I said, "What you did that?" I said, "At ten o'clock, you went to Kendall Isaacs, and I did another workout." And then it's one o'clock. He said, "Again," and I said, "Kai, you can't do you. You could work out like that, but it can't be back to back. You have to eat properly." Yeah. And I said to myself, "Is he willing to do that?" And at yeah. seven, six, eleven, he can go places. Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping, I'm, yeah, I'm hoping that he, you know, it's regains well, himself and, and gets himself together. Yeah, um, yeah. third year. Yeah. But it's my, it's more so mental. But Kai is young, mate. Like, I think, I think, okay, even though the stuff was alarm that he posts, mm-hmm. if you look at the situation, you just assume it, first of all. You don't know what's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, but I think, I, I think a lot of behemoths blow that proportion. Even this career, how is career but, but, going? But it ain't behemoths blow the proportion. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's the, the States. The Americans blow the proportion. Yeah, yeah. And we look at it like, oh. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to say. But like, but like, even like, I think he's under a lot of pressure and sometimes pressure make you do things you don't normally do. Yeah, and yeah. And so it's good to, to someone to rein him back in. And, you know, I think his dad does will do that. Um, and I'm hoping it happens because I think he, and I hope he didn't salt his name with the organization because I think he, I think he, he could last in this league for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I watch how he, blo- how he protected the paint this summer. He didn't do that before. He's doing it now. And that's something he needs to do. He will always be on the court if he could do that. So you feel like some coaches wouldn't give the like more playing time or the stuff because they feel like oh I gotta push this player more than most definitely yeah most definitely most most of the time I don't want to say it in the NBA the coach could put in the system but who's playing sometimes they don't always decide that yeah GM yeah. will come and say big man we paying this by thirty I don't know what you can do he got to be on the court and guess what he got to be on the court. <laughs> That's why Russell Russell was playing so long before they pull him. 
You gotta be on the card. Making that money. Yeah. You gotta get their return on investment. So sometimes you see people like Greg Popovich, they might give him full reign. All organizations don't give that. I feel like people like Doc Rivers, some he makes some boobas on us, but he don't always have that full yeah, reign. He don't. Yeah, he don't. If I, he, sometimes he probably want to sit hard and not. Couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't. I don't know if he had anybody better in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at some point in the game, sometimes turnovers, he's like, yeah. 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 You know what's crazy? <laughs> Two guys um, played on the same team twice. Who are you talking about? Russell Westbrook and James Harden. In Houston and in Oklahoma. Yeah. Two guys that lead the league the past five to six years in turnovers. Russell Westbrook, James Harden. <laughs> think about that. Think about. <laughs> so once you get them, you know the turnovers going out. <laughs> Take the bottom of the gun. I mean, I'd, 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 not to say that we talking about it, but if we have a choice, I'd, I'd, take, I'd take Westbrook. I, I mean, I think Harden more skilled. But I, I want someone who actually can try. And yeah, then, yeah. When the game on the line, I had to quit. I think I had to quit. At this point, I take rest, bro. Yeah. I think I had to Maybe three years ago, I'd take Harden. Yeah. But now you see Harden is quit. Harden don't want to play defense. He's, he don't want to play defense. He's quit. Well, I mean, he never played defense. He's quit, though. That boy just. Melo played more defense than Harden. Yeah. Yeah. I say it a lot. Yeah. I agree, though. But Harden is quit, Melo was a bad man. He was. He's a bucket. Offensively. He was a bucket. Yeah, one of the hardest dudes they ever got. Carmelo Anthony. I I just don't like the the way people see his career. I think more now that he retired, people start giving him more flowers. But but I think yeah. I think I, I think he got that because he draw he got drafted behind LeBron with Wade. Them they they don't look at him as like. But he was more successful than never starting up. He was. He was. He, he just didn't have the ring. But I, I think it's a stigma too in terms of his attitude. And he never bought attitude in terms of like. I come on the bench. I got to start. I got to do this. I got to do that. You know that kind of way? Yeah. But he wasn't. He was a good teammate. He was. Nobody says a bad teammate. And if you. When Kobe's alive, you look at some of the interviewers. Even um, Paul George. I know if you all saw the interview. You watch his podcast? Yeah, I watch his podcast. Yeah. You ain't talking I don't know about which one. He say, but who's the hardest player guy? He say, listen, man. He say, he's the leave the game. Paul say that too? He say, he's the leave the game. Saw the bully. Camelo was a bully. He take you on the block and then he face you up and you got to, what you can do? He can hit the J, he can blow past you. What you can do? But now the next thing, he let you get 42. He wanted to be a shooter every day. That's the brawler. So, who is your favorite player in the league right now? Right now, that's a tough one. Who I think is the best player? Who's the favorite player? Your favorite. Your favorite. Oh boy. Um, who who you who you like to watch the most? Yeah. Okay. When they come, they you gotta watch it. Say I gotta watch this game. I see something exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ja. I know it's coming. Ja. I got feel it. Ja, I don't agree with nothing Ja do. <laughs> and, hey, I just be mad and Ja say, come on, man, you ain't gonna learn. Yeah. When you watch the game, you be like, oh my God. <laughs> you want a fast break? Even if you don't dunk, you can see. Like, it could be so crazy. Like, you can go watch that dude. And another exciting guy to watch. And these dudes, as highly skilled as they are, like I always tell people, 
people who are genius on certain things, they come with a level of something else that you have to deal with. Kyrie Irving. Ain't no it coming. Kyrie Irving is the Kyrie Irving is the Kanye West of basketball. Kyrie, any Kyrie is the most skilled basketball player in the league. He's insane. That boy is talent. Wait, you talented off the charts, bro. You just say get it's like, wait, like you just this focus one year. Just one year. Give us one season. Give us one season. From like 2014, I was like, babe, this way drive, it going in the rim somehow. I don't know how, but it can go in the rim, mate. But going back to job, like the explosives that he has, right? I, I don't, I'm not trying to make a comparison. Do you think he needs to change some things so he doesn't end up on the same trajectory that Derrick Rose ended up? Yeah, most definitely. He's on the, he's injured. Every year he's injured. Um, knees, angles, um, he don't know how to land. That's that's exactly People what I was going. People don't know how to land. That's exactly what I was going. And that's a, that, you have to teach that, you know. People how to land. Um, you know it was like Derrick Rose and them, but was just more durable. Allen Iverson was the same way. You know it was Allen Iverson before that? He used to beat Bruce up all the time, back in the day. Isaiah Thomas from the Detroit Pistons. Yeah, it makes me he, he, he said he broke over 100 bones in his body. But he's small, <laughs> he's small, he going to the rim, he's yeah. taking everything. You got to know how to take hits. You got to know how to, hey, let me float this one. I ain't going in there. Yeah. I just want to say that I think John needed in between him. But John just feel like he just, he fell. Yeah, but that's because he, no, but that's because he have it. That's the problem. You, yeah. you, you relying on it because you have it. Yeah. You don't. And then you don't. But, but what I like about John the past two years, you know, it's his three point shooting. Yeah, got better. So he actually was working. He's working. Yeah. And so like a 2% increase is a lot in three point. From 32 to 34 is a lot. You get around 37, you want to lead shooters. Yeah. With Buddy. To me, Buddy, Buddy is Buddy. buddy, buddy. <laughs> I don't think Behemoths understand how, how good, good Buddy he is. Yeah. You don't appreciate it, bro? They don't. He literally he, won he's, a best shooter. He's a historical great shooter. He's a historically great shooter. Ever. 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 He's made more. He broke Steph Curry yeah, record. Like, like people don't understand what Buddy Hill is doing. I think it's the teams. He was. Not that, but, not, I ain't like. Yeah. I, I wasn't a fan of how they came to use him, Buddy. I think the Pacers use him better. Pacers use him better. That's that's um Luke Walton. Yeah, of course. I didn't, I didn't like that. I didn't like how they was using him. But the boy in the Pelicans, you know. I think the Pacers using him good. The Lakers fumbled the bag. They should have. No, no, not the Lakers. Ooh. LeBron, LeBron yeah. I love LeBron, but LeBron wanted to prove that he could win with up? someone who they say he couldn't win with. Yeah. Westbrook. Westbrook. Yeah, I don't know why he tried that. Because it would it would make his legacy look even better. Yeah, yeah. Trying I, to I find some it. way to pass. I get it. You're feeling yourself. You done win four. You figure, hey, you everything in that team set up for y'all to like, get a bona fide shooter <clears throat> and just be set. If they had Buddy here, they would have won the chip. I think they win again. They would have won again. They, and again. Because they got to cap some of the other um, role players. They got to cap them. Exactly. Yeah, Caruso. Literally, the only thing they was missing was shooting. And Buddy don't fall in the clutch. I think they won my... Buddy is proving time and the time in the clutch situation he had shots. Buddy nice, That's true. That's true. Famous don't really like for true, though. And again, like go about the Kai, like, people think, oh, because he ain't playing in the G League. He sucked. But yeah, it's no. best boy. You got to watch him, but like, if you watch him play, he balling. To your point too, though, like if we look, if we talking about the average behavior versus like the actual yeah, exactly, basketball exactly, fan, exactly. unless you was Steph, Giannis, they LeBron, yeah. like they don't know you, so they don't realize like I, you actually good. They see somebody like let's just go back a couple of years ago, Kyle Corbin when he's on the bus, he's like, oh, but he ain't really good. He just shoot a couple of trees. That man, that man, that man, that man, that man, that's a problem, man. Like he but changed they, your game, James the entire. You got a game, game for him? 
But can't go over and people don't realize that. Yeah, like, people don't realize it because they ain't, they ain't actual fans of the sport. They just watch it for entertainment. Highlights. But I mean, the they mentality. See they will see Giannis dunk, see LeBron dunk. That's all they don't watch. The mentality of most games is to be unimpressed, though. Let's be real, though. <laughs> I agree with them. Like, <laughs> Let's be real, though. And that's why celebrities come here. Yeah. You can literally walk yeah. around. You know what we can do? They don't care. You want to your boy? Oh, look at your boy. Let him walk. Let him walk, man. You ain't no running and jumping on nobody. You see what they say? Yeah. Yeah. we don't like man. No. <laughs> that's the first thing. <laughs> that's the first thing. We don't like man. So we I run it. I, I, I lotion. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I lotion in this dude, but he be balling, but he all right. <laughs> and that might be our, you know, yeah. our favorite player. But yeah. But yeah. being a detriment as well. Yeah, like behemoths, we ain't running through. nobody done. Yeah, but I remember it was an experience with Buddy. I had <clears> this Galo Alanis. Mm. Buddy come walk out in a tank top and shorts. Mm. Oh, y'all, y'all have been some wide, Oh, that's Buddy. Yeah, man, we want to go in. All right, all right. Yeah, man, buddy, da 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, he just like, yeah, okay, you're doing your thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we see you doing it, then you go on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like where yeah. you going? Yeah. You ain't got no place. To go. And we respect them, you know. But it's just that's just who we are. As yeah. People, we, we don't. We don't. Yeah, you know, we see Michael Jackson open up Atlanta. So he's alright. And that's what we are, you know. We respect you and we appreciate what you do. But me and me, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially they tell you, you think it's Gotti. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what happened with Aiden to some degree. Mm. Aiden, Aiden, Aiden feels he feels a, a kind of way, like, yeah. Yeah. but it's not the meme people didn't do that to him. No. He, he started doing them, but when the US then started, then we started. 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 It's like, hold on now, y'all ain't allowed to do that. Again, this man is averaging 18 and 12, 18 and 10 it's in the NBA, bro. And guess what? What you want to play to? And guess what? At the turn off shit, fall off shit? Field goal percentage. Like 60%, right? Eh? So what that means? He good. No, no, no. <laughs> He need more touches. Touches. But he ain't get it. But again, like you said, I'm just finished talking about this. Like he ain't coming in because of the team he on. I said this conversation. First of all, people all the time. You don't play for almost 40, 50 million dollars. But he's shooting that ball. Because that's what they tell him to do. Because the point guard. He can shoot an option. And then they bring in the rat. So what do you want him to do? And then because of that, because of that, now you want to put this man who really could be an offensive star as just a pure defensive center when that was never really his game. Yeah, that's the next thing. He ain't going in a dunker position. So what that means is that low block right there, when someone drive, that could be a shovel pass for him to dunk. Ali, you. He ain't going to dunk position. Why? 18 and 10 at 4 Exactly. You can't. want him in the because first of all, they don't play that type of basketball mm-hmm. no more. Oh. Unless you just show oh. it. Or Embiid. He ain't getting the ball out. I've seen Aiden like that little. Aiden that, 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 that mid range. He can play enough. He be playing like that on the national. Only thing is. He have a midi though. Like, he have a consistent midi. It's motor. So that's like, but I think, but I think that goes back yeah. to usage too, though. Because if you ain't getting around, no, you ain't getting practice. Like from when he was in Arizona, they were saying. Yeah, no, no, he, he always been like that. Yeah, like, Even yeah, high school, high school, high school, when he was the man, man. But he always was stressing. But so that means <laughs> if you could dominate the game, dominate it. <laughs> you know, sometimes he back he's, off he's and be passive. Yeah. Yeah. Dominate the game. No, dominate the game. Shock, shock us do that. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. Who is stopping Shaq? <laughs> Shaq come up with a note. He pull, he pull up a note more than he kill you. <laughs> Since you get coached, you, you, think, you think we could ever get back? Because I mean, I know times have changed and games have shifted. Yeah, you think we ever come back? Even Not even that. If we get back to true big men? Yo, 
kitchen. And I think the game is going psychos. And what, what, yeah, but the question is, what is a true big man? No, 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 no. I, I want him to ask it because Jokic and Embiid ain't the traditional. Yeah, they yeah. don't buy. They don't buy. You, you got to say right? traditional. Yeah, yeah I see. So, I see your point. They ain't on the block. I see your point. Just sit down and then. So now they do. I mean, we getting back to that. But you look at Embiid. Embiid will pull up a three point in your face. Yeah. Too much sometimes. Yeah. Jokic the same thing, but they could bruise you on the block too. Back in the day, it was like you would get put on the bench if you shoot a three pointer. What the hell are you doing shooting a three-pointer, bro? Shock must he shoot four three-pointers in his whole career. Yeah. And the team was probably up by 30 when he shoots. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, um, we coming, I don't know if we coming back there because when you coach basketball, now you teach positionless basketball. Yeah. Because the European guys were so skilled when they came in, they forced the Americans to now create keep up. centers that could shoot. And pick and, they'll pick and roll you to dead in Europe. Pac, Pac, Pac was always saying that. He's saying like, he's talking about growing up. You ever sit down and watch like Spain play when you have Pagasol, Marcusol, Ricky Rubio, um, some Fernando. Have you ever watched the system? Yeah, I just say some. Some are similar, but they didn't have all the pieces. That's no, Luis Scola and pick and roll. That's the way swing. Pick and roll again. Yeah. Yeah. And so they wouldn't be as talented as you, but they score. They score the system. Like, it was amazing to watch me and do that. And that's why they were able to keep up with the U.S. So think about it now. You had Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, just to beat Spain. And the game still was close. And you needed it. It always needed to be close. You had some of the best in the world on Spain. And then they have a system, and they've been playing together for, for years. years. That's, yeah. that's the U.S. advantage right there. Even even this World Cup, I understand you don't carry the, you don't carry the AA team. Why didn't you carry guys who next in the pipeline? Some of the guys who play in the team that's not dang it, dang it, I play for that. No. Yeah, yeah. that's their fault. Yeah. Because some they of these guys they go who in the NBA for Spain and other countries, they go back and play. Exactly. LeBron and taking some off and I'm mad at LeBron. I'm mad, yeah, LeBron for it. But don't be mad when the, the result don't be, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can do what you want to do, but this is going to be the consequences. I always tell people that, like, yeah, you don't have to go to practice, but when you go to that event and that don't happen, look in the mirror. Mm. But even to your point it too, is, I think it can sting too. I think with Team USA, they, that system. I think honestly, the philosophy. That that, that, <laughs> no, but no, but that's what I was going to. That's what I was going to because every other team, every other country, they have they have some form of system that they know. Like whoever they come in, even if they're seeing probably the best person from Spain in the NBA, this person could fit my system. So when we go for this international competition, we got this. They put them in the best position possible to succeed for the NBA like for team for, two, for team USA. They basically just run an all star or rising stars challenge and just what, put them on the court and see what's going That's what the team was. But the only day Wade that redeemed team win is because Wade was going off the bench. <laughs> that's the only way. <laughs> yeah, because that's, that's that's. And then they had they had they had dogs. So you had people who wanted Kobe who wanted and it. Way them who like boy. They going out like yeah. He loses that. Like yeah, what y'all doing? Fixes. I'll yeah. run through your boy Fixes. chest. But you remember? <laughs> you see you see what Kobe do? Kobe say boy, pow! I get into his chest. He's like what? And he mean that. He mean that. You have dudes like Kobe them who was willing to literally God rest his soul die, like on the court. Jordan them was the same way. They cut from the same cloth. The same cloth. So they understand. Some people don't understand that. Yeah. But you're so obsessed with the game until you would do anything. Yeah. It helps to be 6'6 six, six and jump on the gym. Too. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be mad at that. Yeah. <laughs> but Ginobili wasn't that. He, you know. 
Okay, that was a flu. Okay, let's do it again, buddy. So yeah. no man, these people in bro, bro, we don't have the facilities for these, but they come home every summer and play together, okay? But they blame him. But they need to do a little camp, a mini camp, but and they in the NBA. It's hard. Yeah. Other guys who are not playing the NBA, maybe like a four-day camp, just do go over the system, run through the stuff, then just plug the other ones in. Because the basketball, the, the NBA guys, most of them have a high IQ because they've seen more things. So when you show them something on thing, they're they going through it, it, and I got it. You know what, Eric? They basically joined the team when they're playing <clears throat> in Kentucky or one of the universities. Yeah. Kansas. 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 Yeah, Kansas, and it was like, he just joined in instant fitness. So yeah. That's what you're doing. All right. And, <laughs> and, and he fits like that because he, does, he doesn't have a high usage rate with the ball. Man. Now, now, you saw him at the end of the game, still a little ISO because he could. Yeah. He yeah. could, but usage rate, no. Mm. Right. So he could just run around, come off screens, slide to the corner. Edit him and Buddy running around gets like that's lethal. That's People understand how lethal that so is. So that's what dangerous now. When that ball swings yeah. and you run it now, you have to make a decision. That's what I go into. And then, like we were talking about, if you start paying too much attention to do it on perimeter, the, drop it in. in. Drop it in. Remember, Travis Munnins was really a exception. Oh, he played. He, he, he All them dudes played well. Yeah. He they played right in. I see um the young guy um from Freeport. Any name Franco? Oh Franco. He was balling. He Franco was balling. Franco came in there and he bust two three reminders. He look at you. I read his play. And hey, and I go into don't cut me. I I can be here. Yeah. They played well, man. They got they fit right in. I believe I believe they fit in because the leader on that team is Buddy, right? Mm-hmm. And he made them feel he don't he don't talk down. He made them feel a part of oh, everything, and that's important. When guys' confidence high, that's a dangerous. Yeah. So I have one question about that too because I I know we won a pre qualifying. Tournament, but for some reason we went down one in the ranking. You feel like the world against us right now? No, we try to. I, I think I think uh reputation is our worst enemy. Uh, we not known okay. as a basketball nation, so like yeah, y'all win that, but we ain't believe in y'all yet. Yeah, and y'all ain't play nothing. Okay. Y'all ain't play nothing since. So let's just okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I can take that. Thank so you. think about some teams in the NFL as two and zero. You might make someone top ten. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, like, hey, y'all be there, but who Argentina got this year? So now we got to go prove ourselves again. Yeah, and that's okay, and that's okay. We okay. put ourselves in this position where we have to win out. Mm. We have to win out. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I tell people that we can't lose to that tournament. You know? We have to win out. That's what it is. But cool. I think we started something. And we started a movement, and I think it's good to see that people are actually you know taking their country serious and willing to risk some things for their country because that's what it is for them yeah because when they come and play in the summer the NBA teams like that's such your own risk yeah <laughs> what was um oh lord the 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 international baseball one where your boy Chase ACL ah uh, Edwin Diaz and he's talking about and he's like why would you go and play and he's and 
they were straight up saying, like, this, this is my country. This is what he, this, this is what he's, this, this is what I grew up for, but like, this, this is what I do. I mean, yeah, I want to make it to the MLB and make millions, but, but I want to play for my country. I mean, like we, we always say, but like, only Americans really don't take it serious. That's why Lyle said that thing. <laughs> That's why he said the thing. So you ain't win the world championship. Yeah. I mean, he was correct, though. <laughs> yeah. He was 100% correct. He was. That's the like guy he said. Yeah. <laughs> he was right. I mean, he rubbed him the wrong way. Yeah. But he <laughs> was him saying that makes it more important because it wasn't someone who was not not American. It, it was an American yeah, talking see, about other Americans. That's what that's what it's like. Yeah. Okay. He was one of us. Like, okay. One of y'all said that. We didn't say it. We agree with him, but we didn't say it. Who responded first? Basketball players. NBA no, players. No. Who was the first NBA player? Who always responded to every damn tweet? Oh, it's Bouquet. Was it? Kevin Durant. Every tweet. So he loved Kevin Durant got to be the most sassy superstar I ever see in this thing. Yes, but I can tell you one he thing though. He talented though. Get you. Tell you one thing though. Yeah, Once you rub him the wrong way, he ain't gonna flick and put up forty. <laughs> easy. Yeah. Easy. That's what I like with him. Yeah. <laughs> he gets feelings, but he's still coming. Go ahead. He ain't, he ain't coming like like Harden. I didn't get feelings. So let me uh, let me Two the Who's your favorite NBA player? All, All time. time favorite. Not be- not who you think is the best. Who's your favorite? Who you say way? My favorite. <laughs> my favorite on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, I should hope so. <laughs> I should hope so. Shock. Shock? Yeah, I like that. Shock. Yeah, because, again, my head, I'm more of a football person, so NFL. But in terms of watching Shock just dominate the pink and understanding that, hey, like, I may not be the best at shooting. I may not be the best at that um facilitating the ball, but but I know what I could do and I can do that well. I can do that the best of my ability. And y'all could boo me, y'all could create rules flicking hawking and everything against me. I grew I grew up watching um Kobe and Shark TP. I think the first the first game I ever watched NBA, and I can't remember watching it, was two I can't remember which game it was, but the two thousand finals, the that 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 same game of Shark followed and Kobe going crazy. And I think he do the like y'all relax. I got I got this the freaking yeah. way I ever watched Nightmare. From then I said, go be fine, right? When I go on back and I watch Shaq on Orlando, I was like, boy, what is this monster, boy? Like, what is this, bro? I think if we saw Shaq, if we saw Orlando Shaq in this era, we'd be in problems. But, problem. but, but the closest thing is Giannis. Yeah. You know. But you, you're saying Orlando Shaq, right? But I want you to look at what Shaq put up in those finals. Yeah, he's doing he's doing crazy. 40 and 20. something plus again. So. But all the shape, though. That's, no, I mean, out of shape. <laughs> he wasn't out of shape then. He no. came in the season out of shape. Yeah, and that's and why he, he always got injured. Yeah. And that's why Kobe used to be mad at him. Coming in the season. Out. So, you know, the first couple of games, Kobe got to play hard as hell. Because Shaq just walking through the. You know. Chilling. Having <laughs> <laughs> surgery late. Like, <laughs> you all that. Kobe used to hate that too because he used to feel like, all right, you ain't I serious. Guess, yeah. Like I can okay. He said that in an interview. You taking your break now? I can put my. I can put a forty. I can draw forty, but now I gotta pull back. Now you get cheap. That's why you always push out. So it's like, yeah, like. I I I never actually hear someone say that though. Fair play, shot. Fair play, shot. I like that. Fair play, shot. I have to go, LeBron. At first, I didn't like it. It was like, why everybody hyping this fight up? But it was like. It's almost like his play style is something like I I'd want to play. I just want like continuous flow, and I feel like that's why Greg Bobovich was almost like, "Boy, this boy is it?" Because like if he was on the Spurs, they'd have went like that. And I can be honest with you, like 
I like LeBron. I don't think he is the best ever. No, I think he's one of, one of the best ever, and, and it's debatable. And I know, I know why it's debatable. And I understand it. You know what I'm saying? If and somebody I, say yes or no, I would have. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I can tell you right now, basketball IQ off the freaking charts. LeBron is one of the few Listen players you could put anywhere. Off the That's charts. Insane, you could put him anywhere, drop him in any system on any off team. Off the charts. Win. I talking about. Oh, they have a Paul Pierce. Have you ever seen this with Paul Pierce? Say when LeBron gone to Miami. And they play them. They start going, they play them. Every single play. Yeah, but I remember that. And they look at him like, what is this guy doing? And they look at him and say, we're going to have trouble, trouble tonight. Doc Rivers like, we in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, but. I just said something like that recently where he was like in the 2020 final. Yeah, he said him and Rondo. If Celtics win, okay, Rondo, you get Brad Stevens. He went, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And guess what? That's another fellow who IQ off the charts. Rondo. I don't think people is really understand they how good he was. Rondo, they don't, they don't, they don't respect him. facilitators. Maybe you, you ever watch him come down and set up the whole offense and see what he do? Yeah, man. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Y'all remember, remember that series? I think he's on the on the Pelicans. I think it's like the 18 or, or something. Yeah, yeah. see it. It was balling. And they, they said, no, I want you to, no, I, no, huh? come down. He's setting up everything. I don't, he but he watched the defense. He's like, coach, coach, no, we need to, you want to go on, go ahead. <laughs> no, but that makes it easier for a coach. Yeah. It makes it yeah. easier for the coach because he might be seeing something completely different. That's true. <laughs> ain't much of them in the NBA no more. He's one of them. Yeah, he's ain't much of them no more. One of my coworkers told me that day say, babe, I ain't think we seeing another LeBron. But you'll see quotes because why I like LeBron. I mean, the way the game played through them. Why I like the brothers, my favorite player, because I remember like playing like, and they live back in them. And you could create your own play. You always get this big card that could do everything. Yeah. Like that 6 9 thing. And then when LeBron came, a lot of people copied that template of being this big forward. Mm. I got guard light skills. So then things became positionless to where you need killer wings. So yeah. you got the Paul Georges and the Kawhi Leonard's and, you know, the Luka Don just come back to where it's like, okay, it's a big forward, but I can play point guard and dictate the whole thing. And obviously Magic. Yeah, you Magic was, Pop, yeah. And you had the Penny right away. It's come along. So oh, like Penny used to be my boy, yeah. man. Penny 6-7 and it's like, oh, yeah, he can play. He was robbed of Penny, bro. Yep. He was yeah. robbed. Injuries. Yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, you have Granny too. Tracy I think, McGrady. I think, like, I think we can find, I think, I think we can see, I think we can see someone who's like play style wise as LeBron. We can see that, we can see that again. We can see a big, a you big. see Tracy McGrady? Yeah, Tracy McGrady was crazy. 6'8". Paul George is a next almost, I don't say. He, he's he, a less athletic. Tracy yeah, I, I don't say he is a problematic as Kyrie, but Paul George is a next guy. Scale that off the charts, but he don't be there. Yeah, he, don't be there. <laughs> he don't be there, bro. He, he done not, no, but he done not 10, 10, he done lay from here. Yeah, he don't, oh, he's a boy's He don't be there. The but yeah, but back what I was saying, right? I don't think we ever see like, we can see a person like talent wise, 6'8", yeah, yeah, or yeah. Playing, playing that style. But in terms of putting it all together, the way LeBron do it, like it was too perfect. Make, make it, it was too perfect. The career, no scandals. Even if he had one me in there, but it, like the longevity, the, the most, the most thing we ever have with LeBron, he's a coach killer. That's, that's, that's the that's the worst thing we ever have. Two two black prominent men, yeah, that you know changed culture in the U.S. That never had a scandal. LeBron James, Barack Obama. Obama. That's crazy. Amazing. That's crazy. Think about it, babe. As a president, Look at the pressure yet. You know how much you know they try to take up every, every single, single part movie. of your life and they come up with nothing? Come on, man. They're going white guy and making up stuff now. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they make, and, and I know sweetheart, one saying do nothing. Like, so, you done good? 
Oh, Rock, maybe that's, that's amazing. But yeah, I was a business. He's still a business fan. I was like, wait, this might run through my team for like a decade. But... <laughs> LeBron? I, yeah, but I was like, I gotta see what this, I gotta see what it's about. <laughs> people, people, that's an, that's an next thing. I know it, it's popular to highlight LeBron. I mean, I used to Kobe fan. I used to say Kobe being LeBron. Like, that's me. Like, I, because I grew up watching Kobe. Like, the matter how good LeBron is, I wasn't watching LeBron peak. Yeah, because I was a Kobe fan. I was done. I was watching so Kobe. So he's doing is the best ever to play. I mean, to me, it's Kobe. I just be in real. Like, guess what? I go back and I'm out of that. I go back and watch Jordan, but I like I live through yeah, Jordan. I don't know that. You know what I mean? If I live through that, I'd be like, oh yeah. Like my youngest them, they swear to Jordan of the Bronx. Yeah, you guys say that. But they live through that, and we think about it. But this man went three in a row. Say, no, let me go take a break. Come back and win three more. And no one else, this Jordan, this Jordan difference. No one else in this past, Malone, Peyton, Stockton, none of them is winning. Reggie Miller. None, none of them could have win. Patrick none LeBron, of them. LeBron, LeBron, Steph come through. Let me, me take four of them. Some, Casey, be, let some me take people's two. favorite you know player be Steph right now. Ever? But Jordan, nobody win, bro. Like, he got his past sitting on home. I could have win in 98, eh? <laughs> like, and there was more moments where that possibly could happen because if you watch like the talks and, people, and how like he wasn't like okay in the 98 season people thought they was gonna lose in the Pacers but that was the first that was the first guard I think dominate the league dominate the league bro from the guard position now you wanna talk with someone that completely changed the trajectory of the league in terms of like people getting endorsements and money Michael Jordan yeah, yeah. people yeah, wasn't yeah, getting yeah, he, he turned that of into course. like wow I mean, because if you want to look at, because I think we talked about this before on one of the old episodes, like if you want to talk about great, you got to talk about influence. And to that point, it'd have to be Jordan. Everybody follow behind him when it you comes. You see at the NBA, I mean, Larry and, Larry, Larry and Magic started, yeah. but Jordan yeah. took it to the next level. It's like, okay. The NBA, is the NBA is the NBA because of Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. Like so that's when can't... kids are like, wait. I'll be like that. I'll be like, Mike. I'll be like, Mike. That's the best commercial in the history of commercials, right? Real. But like for me, like, I grow like I grow up watching. Kobe. So you, Kobe, yeah. LeBron, Shaq. Okay, but y'all can see. I said Michael Shaq. Yeah. <laughs> and just what I tell, and I tell him, I said, and watch Jordan, and watch Kobe, and watch LeBron, and I tell him, I say, you know, I, I was able to watch all of them. Um, they're different people. Um, <clears throat> Kobe to me was a lesser version of Michael, and uh, he was a killer, but. Kobe takes some of the most difficult shots to name in this horrible to mind. Like horrible. He, terrible shots. But he's also a great horrible shot maker. Yeah, yeah. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but he takes horrible shots. Michael Jordan did that when he first came to the league. Then he noticed he was like, boom, boom, to the spot. Boom, boom, yeah. to the spot. Boom, boom, to the hole. So he figured out a way to be more efficient. You see what I'm saying? Mm. And I think Kobe, that's like, bring it. If I got to do this, I can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 100% I see watching the games like boy what type of shot that is and then the knock on Kobe which isn't a knock because he couldn't control who was on his team was that he had shock for the first yeah. three championships yeah. and if shock dropped in 30 and 15 year vines but 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 people just forget them. Shock was doing that, and Kobe still was coming with no, 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 twenty eight no, no, no. ten. No, we ain't we ain't knocking with Kobe. No, no, Joe. I mean, like I mean, like in general, yeah. people like oh, so so yeah. they say Kobe didn't, 
Kobe didn't. No, he didn't get carried. But he, he, carry. but he didn't no. carry the team. But no, 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 no. To that point, right? Hey. Why people in and this is somebody's bring up the LeBron vibes. Like, I will preface this. I am an NFL man, primarily. Preface it. But the team that Jordan had with Pippen and Rodman to go against the bad boys back in the day, like. Why ain't nobody giving Jordan that kind of flock? Because who else was really in the league besides that group? Like, in terms of, like, the original kind of super team. In terms of, like, Stockham or the Bulls had. I mean... But, Boy, the, but, the, but, the, but the Bulls... <laughs> no, 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 for real, for real. Yeah, but Brown coming to second GP. Second GP. Right. Yeah. He came in the second... He the came first GP, second it, was, it was Horace Grant, Pippen, and Jordan. I mean, that was right. a big dream. And then yeah. when he no, came back, that, and he but, knew he hmm? needed to get Rodman to get the next GP. But super team. The first one, no. But the last, the last streak? That's a super damn. I mean, that's, 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 to me, yeah. you think Janice Rodman makes you a super damn? I think you, if you need No, because if you needed that, that kind of lockdown defense, and, and that person and, and, to solidify that role, and yeah. Let, and let me tell you why they don't call it super damn. Because Pippen was drafted, though. Yeah, well, that's why. That's why they don't call. That's why they don't call. call Golden State a super team. Only when Durant came, they called super team. Yeah, Clay them was drafted in the organization. Okay, you see what I'm saying? So you have Draymond Clay and stuff. And so now you think about it, super teams always existed. From, from the exactly. Always Lakers, the Bigger, yeah. even the Celtics, Back the Celtics, the Bay McHale, Parrish, and Bird. Come on, man. Yeah, it is cheating. But even the 60s, they yeah, have It's always existed. <laughs> even always the 60s, like the, the Ben Russell, the Ben Russell squads. No, 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 no,
Let's be real. LeBron. No, 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 no. I guess it's just more empowerment, right? So, like, now you guys are kind of literally forcing your way out of it. Not literally forcing. Oh, I see what you're saying. Man, look here, man. I can't do this. It's a player thing. And that's what we can do. So, not. The problem is the league don't like it. Yeah, the league don't like when they don't have control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You see, and so people, oh, I don't want, I want them to stay in in Cleveland until he die and blah 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 blah. Yeah, because as a fan, you want that. But the league caused that though. They're the one who make the right. give all the superstars the power. But I tell someone if you if you making ten thousand dollars, and someone say, look here, man, I want you to come to this job here and give you an office. We can give you two hundred thousand mm. dollars, and we can do this. What the hell are you going? Live? Yeah, like, go on. <laughs> <laughs> go on. So that's what it is for them. It's a better job. Yeah. It's a better I, I, job. I, I so as far as we attached to the, you know, it's emotional for us. Oh, mm-hmm. this is what they ain't serious. He ain't get no balls. He does not <laughs> LeBron is saying, like in LA, boy. <laughs> in LA. My family. My family like LA. I love LA. The weather nicer. And then tell me about that. You're never in LA? Yeah. Why are you staying? LA is nice. Why is they in LA? Is nice, bro. Hey. hey. If you go to LA, you can see why they're like, oh, Cali feel good. Cali it's, nice. It feels different on the real It don't even be too hot, man. It's be no, like cool. Like, like you, like, you go, oh, I can get you. Yeah. You feel like you in a movie, you go to LA. You feel like you in a movie, bro. That's nice. Like, you got to be real. That's nice. Am I living in Cleveland? But, but, in terms of what you're talking about, who Jordan played against now, if you go back and look at the 80s and 90s, 80s was. 80s. Like no, but I mean like <laughs> you got all the you gone through a lot of Hall of Famers to even get to the championship. Yeah, yeah. I can be honest with you. And then I don't rings. know if LeBron had to go through that in the East. Let's be real. The, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, now he played. Now he played some some ballers in the championship. I ain't gonna be real. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, so uh, apples and oranges. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I gotta blame yeah. the East for that, but yeah, the East, <laughs> I, I, no, I mean, LeBron going to like but, 10 but, straight but, finals. But I wouldn't diminish what LeBron did because I mean. Right. I mean, like, yeah, and that's right. why, like, and I like a LeBron sympathizer, but I, I just don't like when people just bring up the whole super team argument because if you have the power to do what's in your best availability and ability to put yourself and your team in a position to win, why would you? LeBron did was worth ten times worse than LeBron. Yeah, hundred percent agree. But LeBron opened the door for that. Now I blame LeBron because I agree with LeBron. Did I would leave Cleveland too? Like, but you been there for two thousand three and four years. What? what, what I, six, seven and years. And the difference is with I play, seven. I seven years. I, I carry, I carry a nigga named Booby Gibson to the finals. Eric Snow is my star shooting guy. Like in no, seven years, I don't think it's the difference between I think KD and LeBron. LeBron was lobbying for them to bring people to he was, Cleveland. He was trying, and it just didn't happen. No, like, he was no, trying. Nobody wants to go to Cleveland, bro. Nobody. And nobody and then ownership was a little Yeah, yeah, uh, of course. And none of the things LeBron going to was good at the time. But he, well LeBron's well, game. I can be honest too. LeBron is can't LeBron's game. Miami, Miami they had a system. They had a system. No, no, yeah, no, great system. Yeah. But I don't think Miami did they make the playoffs start the year before? Yeah. They got no, they didn't. Eight, oh, eight, they, they got oh yeah. It was, it was terrible, DMS. That's what Wade was like. <laughs> so so I blame them. them then, when they beat them the, the year after, they were celebrating all up in the stands, this and that. I place. blame them, man. So, like, but you know, when KD is like, you joined a championship team, dog. <laughs> and seventy-two and ten, right? Ones who beat you, and they beat you. Just cut your hip. That's wild. I'm out of KD for leaving. You know, I'm out where he gone. Yeah. He should. I, I agree. Live because like the dude, you can't beat me, and then I come to you. I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. I won't beat you. <laughs> so either I stand, I go, and just what? 
he took OKC, and they going. That's game seven. They going to game seven in the conference finals. You there? I coming back. I'm knocking the door. You isn't far away. You there? You in game seven against yeah, them? Yeah. Oh. W is up three one. Oh yeah, yeah. We're talking about the collapse. That's a collapse. <laughs> <laughs> so that means you wasn't just there. You, 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 you yeah, clearly you, you could have dominated that team. Yeah. So that so that's what people were so hurt about. Like wait, you we think you better than this team, but you join them. That's why he. He wanted easy, man. But he thought that when he went there, it was going to be his team. And you were the best player. But Steph was homegrown. And it will always be Steph to him. And Miami will always be Wade County. The thing is, it still could be Bucket Team and the Suns, though. I think he can no more. I think he can for it. At this point. Okay. At this point. Uh, I don't know if the fans and love and Bucket like how they were. Think so? Hey, Steph and them I was know. a different type of yeah, love. Yeah, I never... Steph and was a different type of love. Fair, fair. I don't see, I don't see the Suns and Nama with him for real. You know why? Listen to what Steph did. Steph took them to championships and won. Wade won. That's, that's, that's a different connection. When you win, they love you for life. You can never do no wrong, you know. No matter if you play. That was their first one we made for them. O six. First one. Yeah. Think about that. History. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel so like NBA fans were in the crown. They right now. From Kentucky down. But right now they're looking at Bucking and saying, NBA fans. You need help. You need help. Not, yeah. not Arizona fans. That's what he's saying. Well, yeah. I remember yeah. saying you have to win. Because when I went to Boston, them niggas treated Jason. That's different. That's a racist type place. Like, they what? They treated Jason there like he was Jesus. You know why? Because you and Paul Pass wasn't around. Because Larry Bird wasn't around. That's a different love. When you win, that's a different love. You bring something to them. You put something up in them stands and rafters. That's what it is. That's a different love. Anytime you go someplace and win, you cement your legacy. No matter what happened. You might, you might fall out of love, but sometime they can bring you back and them start them same fans, then be walking in and applaud for you. <laughs> When you say that, that remind me well, what Jermaine O'Neal posts on Instagram a couple of days ago. <laughs> what? Not miles in the past. He mad because Buddy Dickey number... The Pacers oh. get Buddy number seven and he mad. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't even get his number You ain't win. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Jermaine O'Neal. Buddy Dickey is number... Who oh, you asked, Buddy? Buddy Dickey's number seven. Because he no, you can't touch Reggie Miller no more. No, that's different. But Jimmy on him, stop that man. <laughs> Not Jimmy is all right. But Jimmy, come he on, come 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 on, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm spend, I'm gonna spend 10 years in Indiana. That's a nice thing. Well, and he was. He spent a considerable amount. Yeah. I think it was 10 years. Some of his better years were. Of course. Of course. He's he been going all, all, all over the place. Like, come on. Bro. So, um. Anyway, you football, 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 football. Mm. Who's your, your best? Favorite yeah. player. Favorite all player? Of all time. Of all time. Ooh. Hold on. To watch or. I ain't saying who think is your best. Who's the favorite? Like you know, he's like, boy, I ain't watching this game. This boy, y'all, he can do something crazy. I wasn't even on some. It ain't now for me. It could be. Good one, Barry. First, 
Ronnie. That's a smart. Hey. Yeah. Mine's Ronnie. Listen to me. Ronnie Moss, But I was a Jets fan. I watched that game. I was like, wait, Tom showed them. Called Every time. Dante. Tom and Dante from 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 Vikings. Even when he go into Dingham. The, um, the Patriots. Yeah, he's a he's a Raiders was a little. Yeah, no, yeah he's a problem on the Patriots. Anyway. I don't I don't like I don't like saying this. Randy Moss is a, it's a good. Ryan Dawkins. Ryan Dawkins and Ryan Dawkins nice too. My favorite player now is Sauce Gardner. So it's crazy. He used to love watching Dawkins just fly. First guy I ever see control the game from the safety position, but him and Adrian. Edward and no Edward is crazy. No, Edward, yeah, he little. Yeah. The game was like too easy for him. How was he getting these interceptions? So for me, it's it's like I have two answers. They got Randy Moss and they got Deion Sanders. You all never watched Deion play. No, I I I watch him. At least he clips with him and Michael. Hey, that's really this dude is so fast. It don't even look, he gets the ball and he looking at you high stepping and you just like, you running and you just move. Like this dude is exceptional, baby. You know what I used to like watching dude? I hate it again, LaShawn McCoy. Because that's because he's nice. the only person, <laughs> especially like the way he runs. Yeah, he's the I've only person. Nobody run like I've never seen nobody carry a ball like this. And not from And not from Eagles fan? Yeah, no, he's a Cowboys fan. That's why it's making me mad to say this. That's your rival. Thanks. But I must, like LaShawn McCoy, the way he's run. Shady was crazy with Drew. But yeah, with Dion, I gotta watch that Colorado game tonight. Cause like, wait, can't wait for that game, man. This big yeah, energy, it's Dion, energy is different. Dion, you see, he go on with the flicking, the 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 fairly on friends dog, the middle on the field, but like, wait, his energy Dion, just different. He got he got the people mad, bro. No, but he, <laughs> he got them mad because it ain't that he doing it in a different way. It's yeah. who was doing it. Yeah, it's a black young dude who just come into coaching. Yeah, they blew. Mm-hmm. Who the hell you think you is? And he went in. Yeah. He went in and he did it. He did it unconventional. So he bring in about 70 to 80 new players, right? Mm-hmm. And what he's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing now. The Paul is like yeah, yeah. open season. Mm-hmm. But what he said makes sense. Why the hell are you keeping these dudes and this the dude too is 1 in 11? They can't play. <laughs> Listen to me. If you 1 in 11 and been bar for two years, yeah. you can't play. Why are you keeping it? You saw enough. Take, so you have what, five, five what, star rankings, right? So you get four or five, five stars at the top. These mm. two, two and three stars. Come yeah. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> They're trying to win. We coming to win. And the song's bad and the song's, you know. But it's the it's truth. It's the truth. And These dudes are not winners. Yeah. That's taking an the NFL mindset to the college. Because that's that's what it is in Annabelle. It took it down to the high school too. They do the same thing. It's the same thing. So I don't know people. Why are you here? When the head coach gets fired, what happens? The whole staff going. Yeah. Because I, when I come in, I need to bring in my staff. Because I don't know these dudes. These dudes ain't running the same system. They can't help me. I need to bring in my people who can do what I want them to do. That's how it is. Reality. He was just scared of change. Yeah, but do you understand this? You don't need to go back and look at some videos and clips. Man. That dude was disciplined as hell. He liked how funny he's disciplined. That dude never drink. Or smoke in college at all. You saying that today too? He's talking about. He's like, but I don't be talking bad for nobody. They have this mindset. He was in partying. He was in his room, and he was getting ready for games. And he said he had to. He was practicing. What he can say when the camera come on, and all the theatrics he can do. Yeah. Why? Is he ready? Is he ready? And the thing is, if you if you sacrifice and all that stuff off the field, when you come on the field, wait, this might die in the party. That's all they doing. But also, also you know, you know marketing. Corner box don't get paid a lot. Yeah. What am I gonna do to get paid a lot? 
He kind of did set the market for them. What I can do to get paid a lot? <laughs> Ain't nobody checking for no corner box. Yeah. So in order for me to get paid a lot, I got to market myself. Who this dude is? I got to come watch him. You got to pay him. Got him. Ticket price going up. That's for Dion. Now, now you got to pay him. So what you're saying is <laughs> the running box need a personality to get them back on the market. The running box getting a stigma right now because <laughs> the past 10 years... um. They, they need a the personality, know. man. No, man. They... It's <laughs> the lifespan, is the, the shift in the league, and then, two, they get bitten one too many times. We just finished talking about men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk come back to Unfortunately, <laughs> Zeke. Um, couple other... Couple... Yeah, like, they just have to... Was like you What's the running back used to play for... Um, um, Charlotte? Not Charlotte. Um, Carolina? Carolina Panthers. Gaffrey? Before McGaffrey? No, Caffrey's still Yeah, McCaffrey. Ian, yeah, Ian Thomas, let's go now. How was he doing now? He's balling. doing pretty good. He's, 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 no, he's the same player. He's uh, balling. You think he's the exact same player? He yeah. just is getting injured. He, you just don't get full. You just that's don't get full. I'm trying to tell you. You just don't get it from him. That's the problem with running backs. And it's bad because that shouldn't be a reason not to pay someone because you're playing a violent game. Yeah. So you'd figure, they need some money because I might get injured for Break life. Up. Yeah, and who's just playing? They just playing plug and play with the running box. And the problem is, like, you have running box that are like really, really good, but they don't, they don't last. Yeah, they don't last. Because when you find someone you can ride, they can ride. See, because a prime example of when you find someone they can ride them is the is the usage. Honestly, it's really just the usage. Because when you get and that's wait, it's a cowboy thing, right? So I remember back in the days when my days. Emmett Smith, Emmett Smith usage used to be true to roof. Let me ask you a question though. He insane though. Why did Emmett Smith? Why did running backs back in the day lasted so long and now they don't? Think about it. This is two things. The talent on defense is a lot better than it used to be back in the day in terms but of the physicality. You, but don't you think dudes are faster and stronger now on the offensive side, though? No, I think the defense catching up to the offense. I think the offense used to... And don't forget, like the offense would always have the advantage because the defense reactionary. I think the defense is now catching up to the offense in terms of just pure athleticism because remember, defenders never usually get paid like that. So you know, buddy, the top athletes would always want to switch, even Dion when he's playing wide receiver too. Because like you say, you're trying to get your money, but now defenders getting paid. So now you have more athletes transitioning to that side, one. And then two, offensive lines ain't as good as they used to be. No, I was, no, no, was going to tell you about that. The offensive lines Back ain't then, as good as they used to be. they pride yourself on the offensive line. That's one of the main things too. The offensive line is not as good as they used to be there. People yeah, don't spend as much money. <clears throat> Ain't much O lineman. O lineman's no existing over. They playing tight end. That's that's the main thing. Between between that, athleticism on defense, coupled with the fact that O lines ain't as good as they used to be, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna have like dominant running backs. And then when you get a dominant running back, you are giving him three hundred plus touches a year. The only thing I put wide receivers that. don't get that. So in no other position, getting that much usage. If you give a wide receiver, let's just say fifteen catches a game. Mm. For three seasons, the same thing would happen into the running backs got into the wide receiver. They could be done. They could the be only done thing I say about back in the day is defense have more free range. Like, if I launching at your head every time. <laughs> Let's be real, though. <laughs> How did Emmett Smith survive for real? <laughs> no, people, and that's the funny thing with Emmett Smith, you know, people think Emmett Smith was a power back. Emmett Smith was elusive. I know. <laughs> he used to avoid, like, do the good running backs from back in the day. They're good at avoiding contact. Or they just as fast enough for you not to touch them. But I mean, even people like what Terrell Davis from used to play with Denver. Denver, Denver. Mm-hmm. like these dudes, like they just last longer. I don't. I mean, I get what you're saying, right? But I don't know what it is, right? 
I don't I don't know what it is. But even and I don't know. But I'm be systematic as well. Well, what's he think like the human body? The human system. Hey, the human body in general, the sports, and get evolved too quick, but for like the 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 body itself, because yeah. I just was about to say, because you could say that, we, but running back, we never been as fast as strong ever. In so the body ain't used to it. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I now I be getting into what yeah. I tra- I was trying to bring you all there without me saying it. Oh, yeah, okay. Because as much as people want to say it with the running backs, I still get about to my point. You'd see it the running backs because of the usage, but everybody having all these weird soft tissue issues, right? And so yeah, and so you learn in, in sports and biomechanics, right? The bigger the engine and the harder you run it, and the more explosive it is. The bigger the injury. Mm-hmm. Julio Jones, prime example. The bigger the injury. That's a promise. That's a fact. And that's, that's why true. LeBron is such a freak. So when you get these. Why is Gray playing? You said that? LeBron is unconditioned if you spend $2 million on your body. LeBron, I don't care. I don't care, bro. You too big. Y'all see LeBron on the fast break? Yeah, man. Y'all see Miami LeBron on the fast break? It's scary. How you running that fast? That big? But to be honest, he almost his curls almost finished by twenty fourteen without him starting to get training from like. I'll pad Riley, but you don't see it behind, so I. Pad Riley practices, but yeah, but yeah, but he said he couldn't get in the chair after twenty fourteen. Pad Riley, but that's why you see the bro stop playing defense as good friends. Yeah, he's 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 up there. Like he can he can he can be squatting like that. You saw his squat. You saw his squat. Saw his squats. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you don't go deep. Yeah, you got you got to stop. You had to. That's crazy. But yeah, like, and I think that's again, like, that's that's why it's part of it. If you see the basketball, basketball too, yeah. Why are there so many ACL All injuries the when there never was? Because fellas are pushing their bodies to the limit. I agree. Telling you, like, we doing too much, baby. We getting, we, we, get, too much. we getting the science, but the the body, like you say, evolution wise, we ain't. Sometimes we do too, too much. Strong. I believe we're working out, right? But at some point, you are pushing your body to the limit, where it's like they need rest. I think everybody trying to get to that point where they they can see someone else ain't doing this. Like, I remember back in the day, it used to be like a myth. Like, you would hear about it, like, oh, Kobe working out and everybody else. Like, KD be like, not, yeah. Like Kobe, like but now, everyone, 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 everyone want to see it. But he do, like, he yeah, like, I, I, I could squat 600. Like, I, I carrying these guys through the pile line on, on, on practice day. Big I could do that. Like, they show you <laughs> it. Yeah, I, like, 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 I see one of boy, um, OBJ or something like that is like he's pulling a car. I ain't never seen a boy do it before. <laughs> he's pulling like but a truck. You know, truck, OBJ bro. is like a, yeah. a, a social media yeah, guy. Yeah, like, so it's like, wait. He's making sure them four of us stay up there. But, but okay, but look at but but look at this injury history. Yeah. Yeah, he ain't any ACN. Yeah. Too too much. <laughs> no, but that's because he's like, I, I, I always go to like, Julio Jones is the best example to explain this. Oh, I told Julio Jones is like 6'6? 6'6. 6'6. 6'6. Built. Built. Strong, strong fast. and fast and the cuts. And notice, every, to your point, Every single injury Julio Jones had ankle or something, ankle or foot. That's why Calvin retired. You ain't supposed to be that big, moving that quickly. That your your body your body could do what it could do, but after a certain point in time, it, and they and they talking about the turf now. Didn't you notice that? Yeah, the because turf. Because it ain't taking the turf. When you go on that, that ain't that ain't yeah. bouncing. But that you can ain't, tell you on that turf. No give. Telling you, there's no giving that. There's no giving it. Like athleticism is a beautiful thing, but. But he, some people just do it later, right? So do you, do you all think, um, what? Do you all think it's a, it's a training thing? Like you need to train different and more efficient ways? You can't really train your joints. It, but me, me, and, me and Coach Smith was talking about it. He's mm. like, wait, all these dudes, can you say these dudes are overtraining? Yeah, they, they are overtraining. Like, and I think, was it Charles Barkley? No, it wasn't Charles Barkley. Who was? 
Was this even? It was Shannon Sharp. Yeah. You mm. say, man, these dudes are flicking, playoffs finished. The next week you on the video show. You say, man, take your butt and rest, man. See, that's why your dudes get injured. When are you going to rest your body? He said that for Drew, yeah. When are you going to rest your body? And then two is, is the Russian thing. Because, um, yeah, the Russian back from injuries. Because what yeah. was it? Clay ACL and then the next year is the Achilles on the opposite foot, right? You got to impress. Open conversation. Same thing with Aaron Rodgers. Contract obligations. Same thing with, yep. who was the last person there? J.K. Dobbins as well. All them, you look at the history of most of the people who have certain injuries, is always coming back a little bit too quickly. Well, they had a calf injury like a year ago. Calf yeah. injury, after the calf injury, ACL, Achilles. Wow. <laughs> but I want y'all to notice the trend, right? You had Ricky Rubio, must see ACL twice, right? You had a lot of meniscus torn stuff around there too. You had um, Clay Thompson, but in that era, you had ACL, ACL, ACL. Yep. And now you have Achilles, 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 Achilles. So going down. Because no, now I mean, I also want you to think about that. It's had a training. Training is a yeah. lot of things too. Because they was focused on the ACL, so now it's like oh, the body. That's crazy, man. Sometimes, oh. sometimes when the muscle is growing faster than the rest of the body, you think of it put the, 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 the Achilles is the first one, the calf, and Achilles is the first thing. Okay. And then after that, and then, like, <laughs> yeah, and then a lot of people on growth hormone mm-hmm. tend to put like I said, because if, if you, again, if you balloon too fast or you pushing your body too fast, because as a tendon, that don't grow like that. I mean, I mean there's a reason why people say, oh, oh, that's my Achilles here. Like when they, like it's a metaphor, yeah. Because, because like that's what's gonna give. The only that's the one thing. That's the <laughs> one. You, that's the one that you really can't develop. Yeah, you really can't. Like I said, and then they, it's come back to the homies. They be pushing the drugs in the professional sports. Everybody knows this. I watched the Super Bowl. I was like, okay, Mahomes injured. He coming back. Come on, dog. They must have liked him. He come back. He come back. Coke up. They must have liked him. Like that didn't happen, man. Five hundred million dollar man got a link and do something. They yeah, telling you, man. That's the face of the NFL, nah, no, but. All right, we got one final question. Traditional fanatic islanders. We want to know what is the thing that you're most fanatical about at this point? That's a good question. I think looking at um um right now, if you if on top of my head, it'd probably be the national team basketball. If you and keep it sports that's something that I mean I didn't miss a game. I tune in by some place, I pull it up on my phone. And when Buddy was down here at Bahama, I had my tickets. I was in the gym. Um, and I think Bahamans have been waiting for yeah. something like this for a long time. You know, we have Olympics and we have Chinese and uh, Stephen Garza, and they're wonderful. Mm-hmm. But, you know, basketball is near and there to a lot of people because it's something we grew up watching. Like, think about Bahamans, man. Like, every sport team in Florida or Miami, that's us. All right? If not, what we as Lakers. <laughs> right? Yeah. And if not, for baseball, it's Yankees. Or Dodgers. Or Dodgers. Yeah, there you I go. <laughs> I mean, Elio New York. I mean, like, yeah. and I've seen people who don't even follow basketball with his buddy. And yeah. We, we, you know, and we winning. And it's the Bahamas. And we patriotic. And Bahamas, they don't have to like you, no. but you ain't going to talk with them. <laughs> that's, that's all it is. <laughs> That's all it I is. I appreciate that for sure. So right now the national team, um, yeah, that's, that's something. And I, I kind of, I'm excited to see what's going to happen. And I think they are going to try to do everything in their, you know, and their capabilities to try to make this thing successful. And if it don't happen this year, it's definitely a push for next. Um, so I open, I open things work off for that. Me too, Jen. 
You want to take us out, friends? All right. Coach, thanks for coming in today. You're talking shop with us, man. It. You talked a lot about mentorship, coaching, and just sports in general. The wisdom you have is great, and you hope you continue to push that out to the youth and share it with the rest of the community, especially the basketball community. Yeah. For those of you listening, those of you watching, don't forget, like, comment, subscribe. If you're on YouTube, let us know what your thoughts. If there's anything that you think we could do better, let us know. If there's anything you don't like, let us know. Anything you like, let us know. Uh, if you listen on any of the audio platforms, don't forget to leave us a five-star review. And again, don't forget to subscribe. And until next time, see you later.